1: No purchase necessary, void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply See website for details The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily In association with Moonrise Cricket Indian Premier League 2020 13th edition Every day, every game Every spill, every fill, every triumph All the way to the IPL Trophy
2: Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast and I'm going to be joined in just a second by Neil Varani, our Sunrisers Hyderabad fan and Naman Shah. KKR is Naman's team. Keep an eye out later on for a very, very special podcast coming out. Our episodes 200 and 201, just around the corner. George DeBell from ESPN Cricket Info, Dan Norcross from BBC Test Match Special, and A. Martin, the cricket writer for The Guardian, joining me for a, an all things cricket chat. Well, worth a listen to that one. But let's get into the IPL today. Mumbai Indians getting a very good victory over Kings Eleven Punjab. And, and Neil, it was uh, pretty one-sided, this one, wasn't it? Mumbai a very good performance from them.
0: Absolutely, James. I think in the end, it looks very one-sided, but through large parts of the game, it looked like it could go either way. Kings Eleven did very well for 17 overs of the Mumbai evenings, but the team structure in the end let them down. When Gautam got exposed, he should never have been bowling the 20th over, and Jimmy Neesham hasn't done that well in the death overs, either and 18 through to 20 uh, ended up bleeding 62 runs, which was the difference between the two teams in
2: the end. I guess that team selection from Kings Eleven was a little bit of a gamble, wasn't it? They wanted the extra batsman in there, but yeah, Jimmy Neesham on those pitches isn't very threatening, is he? And to bowl him once, um, he got caned for a load of uh, sixes in his, his third over, and then they brought him back on for his fourth as well, and then you're looking in the dugout and you've got some very good bowlers in there that could have come on and, and, and done the business for Kings Eleven. so it was a team selection gamble that did didn't pay off today.
0: Absolutely. They left themselves with only five bowlers in total. And by bowling Sheldon out very early, and certainly he took his first three overs um, straight up in the power play and just after, then it was a huge gamble um, that they would be well through the Mumbai, um, through to the Mumbai tail by the end. But in the end, you've got Tyron Pollard and Hardik Pandya who, if you're anything less than excellent, are going to take full toll. And I have a huge amount of sympathy for young out and an off-spinner against those two is always going to go the distance.
2: And now man, you, you look at Kings Eleven today, they must be really frustrated by this tournament so far because they've had three very good games before today, only taken one win, two very, very narrow defeats. And, and now they're they're up against it, aren't they? And every team's going to have a bad game, but they've been losing their good games too.
1: Very much, uh, James, and also a bit of surprised. Uh, if you'll see the pattern, uh, I just fail to understand. the uh, Winning the toss and losing the match has so far been the pattern. And also, both the openers were looking good, Nick. I was surprised when they elected to bowl first. Uh, also, I would say a brain-fit decision, bowling first and uh, just completing four overs of Portrell. Uh, I guess during that time, it was the best thing to get the 5th bowler completed by giving an over or so to Maxwell as Ishan Kishan was not looking in touch. And uh, like there was no need over there for Quatrill to get his over completed. Uh, also, in a way, it is good that uh, the middle, middle order has got a match over here. At least uh, not to blame Maxwell and Puran as well. Uh, they have not... Gotten a chance so far uh, and uh, chasing a mammoth total uh, and just coming and backing every ball is not easy. Uh, But yes, uh, overall, uh, very much uh, complete performance from Mumbai Indians.
2: The team that wins this IPL is going to be the team in the end that actually bowls the best overs from 15 to 20, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Because we've seen a lot of sides, um, including Mumbai today, who, as Neil indicated, I mean, when Nishan Kishin was out, 13.1 overs, they were only on 83 and they finished up with 191 for four. Pollard came out, the tree trunk, 47 not out. Hardik Pandya, 30 not out. Rabbit obviously contributing at the top of the order as well, but Kings XI just fell away in those, those death overs and we've seen a few teams do that so far.
1: Yes, it's just turned uh, the course of the match totally till uh, Ishan Kishan and Rohit Sharma were there, Punjab was pretty much into the match. And uh, later on, uh, like with no bowlers, almost all, uh, not the death bowlers at all except uh, Shami, Uh, he was gambling uh, around Mm -hmm. and also with Hardik Pandya in not that... good form. Uh, he just managed to take over Nisham and uh, Krishnapa Gautam. Uh, he should have kept Quattrell till the end. It would have made major difference uh, to them. But in the end, yes, Mumbai Indians took the game away. They waited. They calculated the overs uh, who are remaining and who will be going to bowl. And uh, yes, uh, Rahul and team were short of ammunitions today. I guess uh, poor captaincy. And uh, yes, uh, Mumbai Indians took uh, them over.
2: Neil, Glenn Maxwell, he he frustrates me massively because you know when Glenn Maxwell's on song, there is nobody better to watch. He can be destructive. He can take any attack in the world down. But he's so inconsistent, isn't he? And he doesn't seem to have his timing at the moment in this IPL.
0: Yeah, it's been really weird because uh, against England in the series that we've just seen, he was absolutely excellent. And people were looking at his strange new stance saying, all right, it looks weird, but he's making it work for him. He's just been very, very scratchy um, in the game so far. He is someone who will be able to turn things around at the drop of a hat. The talent is just unbelievable on a par with anyone in world cricket at the moment. But nothing really seems to be working for him.
2: Looking at the uh, the Mumbai bowling today, I mean, it's decent bowling all around, but Rahul Chahar, he was excellent today. I thought he bowled magnificently and obviously Jasprit Bumrah has taken a little bit of uh, stick, hasn't he, in, in uh, recent games, but came back and bowled as we expect Jasprit Bumrah to do and bowling attack all seem to be contributing at the moment.
1: Yes, Rahul Chair is just uh, getting better and better with every match he is getting to play and he is making the most out of it. I guess the match turned over, uh, it's a very much great decision by Rohit Sharma to keep on bowling uh, Bumrah and uh, there was slight change in the bowling for Tunal Pandya as well giving him in the first 6 overs. But uh, yes, their main goal, I had read the interview of Shane Bond. Their major goal was to break the partnership early because Rahul and Mayang, once they get going, they take the match away completely. So yes, giving Bumrah that over and Bumrah striking it early, uh, that changed the course of the match completely in Mumbai's favor. And uh, later on, they had control over this match.
2: Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Gentlemen, as you know now, we choose our Moonrise moment of the match. MoonriseCricket.co.uk. Check them out for uh, some fantastic coaching opportunities from the professional players' Start with you, Neil. If you had to pick a moment from today's game, what would be your moonrise moment? I
0: think it's Big Polly's first six because it didn't even look like he hit it. He just kind of leant forward in what looked like a push down the ground and suddenly it's flying about 80 metres out out there. I'm constantly amazed by the strength of uh, the big man and also how young he is considering he seems to have been with us since T20 started. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I think if me, you and Naman all combined together to arm wrestle him he would still beat us comfortably he's just incredible isn't he the uh, strength that he I, mean, I call him the tree trunk because and that's not because he's a—he's a, just a big unit his arms are like tree trunks he's just incredible Naman what about you your moonrise moment of the match today
1: I feel it should be Rahul Chehez especially uh, his wicket of uh, KL Rahul uh, he completely bowled him stum to stum did not give him, did give him any room made him change his shot. Uh, you won't see often Rahul playing those sweep shots and reverse sweep shots. He was struggling against him. I guess his wicket uh, completely changed uh, the match, and uh, just Mumbai took the control of that match from that then over.
2: I'm going to go with uh, any boundary that Rohit Sharma hit today because I just love watching Rohit Sharma bat. He's poetry in motion when he gets going and his 70 off uh, 45 balls today I thought was magnificent and ultimately it was the difference between the two sides. He stuck around and guided his team up to that uh, 191 for four which was always seemed to be too much for Kings Eleven. But saying that, I'm going to go with Niels today. We're going to choose... Kieran Pollard's six because it was just a forward push and he just extended his arms through that ball and it flew away. It was ridiculous and that man is capable of doing that and he's going to be a joy to watch if he continues to play like that. Throughout this IPL so Kieran Pollard his straight six is the moonrisecricket.co.uk moment of the match. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future Let's have a look ahead. Chennai Super Kings against the Sunrisers Hyderabad. And I've written just recently, Neil, I think the CSK on the evidence of what we've seen so far, I tipped them in my uh, column at the start of this to win this trophy. I'm now tipping them to finish eighth. I've been really unimpressed by CSK so far.
0: I've got to say, I completely agree. They've been called Dad's Army for years and Donny's always said, yeah, we're going to lose a couple of runs um, due to lack of athleticism in the field. But actually, it won't be that many because people will know uh, where to be standing to take the catches. But that age really does seem to be catching up with them now. The, The tempo of their innings tends to be just pedestrian. And they don't have the same incisive edge that a lot of the other teams do.
2: Do you think as well, MSD, obviously he's coming towards the end, isn't he? I'm I'm sure there's probably another couple of IPLs in him if he wants to. But I think sometimes sportsmen have this. I mean, Tiger Woods in golf was this to a T, excuse the pun. He was invincible, wasn't he, for a number of years. People looked at Tiger Woods on the tee and they were already beaten in the competition before they even hit a golf ball because Tiger just won and Tiger was magnificent. MSD has been similar to that in Indian cricket. Everybody knows what a tactical genius he is. Everybody knows that he can do wonders at the end of an innings and take his team home with that helicopter shot, etc. I think that image has started to slip a little bit with MSD now and he's not quite the player and people don't fear him quite as much now.
0: I completely agree with that. I think MSD isn't the player that he once was. And um, in, to give him a chance, he's been coming in with required run rates of 16 and 18. The other team um, aren't helping him out. His, uh, his other players have to keep up with required run rates. Otherwise, um, he can't chase things down like he used to.
2: Naman, how do you see CSK? Are you in agreement with myself and Neil that they don't look very impressive so far? Do you think they'll come again?
1: Yes, uh, but I feel that they'll take time also. I am not happy with the selection, what they are coming in with, the playing 11. I do not see Murli Vijay, a clear 2020 player also. I guess uh, Watson has been, I guess, not uh, that player which he used to. So they need to go in with a combination of experience and youngsters. They need to play Gaikwad, which is a prominent place, which is he's an opening batsman also. With the inclusion of Bravo, Tahir, really they need they require the energy which they will bring in from now onwards. So totally, I feel CSK. Yes, they were not playing what they are capable of, but from tomorrow onwards you will be able to see the IA game. Uh, Totally feel that they will bounce back uh, strongly and. uh, I won't be surprised. I'm really knowing Dhoni the changes he makes. I won't be surprised if you you feel see Sam Curran opening the mat, opening the batting. I totally feel he'll be opening with Gayakwad or maybe Ambati Raidu, There will be plenty of changes tomorrow. Also, I'm not happy with Tawler's inclusion. They have plenty of good spinners in their squad. So yes, I see a turnaround from tomorrow onwards.
2: So I'm gonna give you one word, just yes or no on this question, Naman. Will CSK continue their 100% record and make the playoffs this time?
1: Yes. Last time you asked me the same question, it wasn't one word. <laughs> <This time> it-
2: <laughs> and, and Neil, same with you. Yes or no? Will CSK make the playoffs?
1: I think they're going to sneak in. I think through
0: a, um, a mixture of the brain trust of Donian and Fleming and the fact that the pitch is already, we can see them slowing down and getting a bit dirty. Um, they have a great spin attack and uh, and also slow pace bowlers, but that's only if they actually start playing Tahir, start playing Bravo, bring back Rayudu, um, who had Player of the Match and then had a birthday and then has just been dropped for no reason um, that we know of. There have been some very strange decisions, but they have the experience in the management to uh, try and turn it around. I don't think it will happen tomorrow because I think sunrises have a team that matches up well against them. But I think by the time the playoffs come, um, you'll see Chennai uh, get into fourth place.
2: Sunrisers, your team, we'll come on to them now. They are having, they're experiencing so far, I mean, we're early days with three games into this for both Sunrisers and Chennai. That's the caveat to all of what we're saying. But Sunrisers have kind of turned around their slow start and I thought they were quite impressive in their last game. And they're playing sort of thinking cricket as well. They're, I thought Johnny Bairstow, he guided his side up to a decent score. Obviously, he looked at the surface, looked at the, the scoreboard and thought, right, yeah, I'll just carry on batting and make sure we get up to a certain level and we'll be competitive at that rather than just shut his eyes and swing, which he did in the first game. So I think Johnny's coming to the party. David Warner's getting runs as well. Kane Williamson coming in at number four looks like a good move too. Obviously, that does affect things further down the order, but the top order, the middle order, is is their weakness. And if you've got three of the best whiteboard players in the world in your top four, that's not a bad start now.
0: Yeah, I'd completely agree. I thought last match was a um, quintessentially sunrisers game. Put on a reasonable score and then squeeze and squeeze and uh, grind out the opposition. I thought Warner looked good. I thought Kane, considering he hadn't played, looked absolutely superb. And I thought Johnny looked dreadful, but didn't gift his wicket. Mm. And even though he was only going at strike rate of 110, 115, he stayed in and allowed Kane to play more expansively.
2: I think though the the, the Johnny Bairstow innings, I agree with you. He wasn't fluent, but I thought he su- he sussed the surface, and I thought he just thought, right, if I can just grit this out and take us up to a, up to a level, we'll be we'll win this game because we've got the bowling to defend that. I I, I thought it was an intelligent innings from Bairstow rather than a than a glorious knock.
0: Completely agree. Um, I don't think he was uh, timing the ball well, but he was running really well between uh, the wickets. There were a lot of twos run. Uh, between him and Warner and him and Kane. And it was, yeah, as you say, very intelligent. He anchored it, which isn't something that you normally expect from Johnny. He's normally more expansive, more exciting player while someone else plays the safer role. But he understood that if his timing's not there today, then he'll do the other role. Let Kane, who you'd expect to play that anchor role, be more expansive. He was uh, striking it somewhere close to two hundred I think by the end and continuing uh, in that vein, so it was a very very smart innings, even though it wasn 't um as fluent and he wasn 't hitting it as well as he 'd normally expect
2: now man with sunrises rashid Khan 's obviously a massive weapon in the spin department, and uh as the uh, main speedster in their camp too and both of those are starting to show signs of being a little bit better as the tournament continues the rust has gone and they're bowling better so that's good news for Sunrisers Hyderabad
1: Absolutely, James. Uh, for form of those two bowlers, especially Rashid Khan, needs to be... It's very key for Sunrisers going into the tournament. Uh, as I always mention that though Sunrisers score lesser totals, maybe 120 or 30 or 40, they have that in their bowling department to, do to defend those lower totals. They have done it in India, so they can pretty much do it over here in Middle East. So, yes, form of those two bowlers is pretty much uh, key for uh, Sunrisers ahead in the tournament.
2: Just to finish off with chats, we're moving into the first weekend where we got double headers Saturday and Sunday. Four games across the weekend. This is a time, Neil, now, where games coming thick and fast. Teams that get into a good run of form can soon start going up the table and start looking at playoff places. If you have a bad run of form, you can start to worry, can't you, at this time?
0: Yeah, very much so. And I think what we're seeing as well with some of the teams, is how much the bench strength matters because people haven't played competitive cricket for six-odd months. To have a a very quick turnaround of games is quite a uh, stretch for some players. I I half think that's what happened to Ishan Kishan today after his exertions in the previous game. He was pretty much just spent today. Good rotation of um, players. Um, picking teams based on the opposition ahead of you, rather than just having the same eleven uh, every single time, um, and yeah, making best use of your resources—it's going to be a critical uh, point because once you get on a roll, then winning is infectious and losing the same.
2: Naman, as well, the Saturday games, um, I mean, obviously, Mumbai have jumped towards the top of the table. They've played four games. They've played one more than um, any of the other sides now, apart from, obviously, Kings Eleven. But Saturday's games, ahead of today's fixture, were all of the teams that had won two games out of three so far. So it's a strong Saturday. RCB against Rajasthan Royals, Delhi Capitals against um, Kolkata Knight Riders, your side. Um, as, as Neil was saying there, you know, if you get into a good run of form now, you can really start to... Um, stamp your authority on this league table because up until now nobody's broken clear but now we might see somebody do that
1: very much uh, if you'll see James uh, that is the reason I guess they have kept resting Tahir and Bravo for the latter part of the tournament because this now sooner or later the business uh, end will start and you will see a lot of rotation of the players as Neil mentioned going into the business end and also if you see uh, compared to the Indian pitches here even the bowlers and the batsmen both are having equal amount of advantage. It's not that just it is the batting wicket or the bowling wicket you cannot just stay till the end the pattern has been one of the top three batsmen anchors the inning till 15th and 16th over and gives a platform for the finishers. Except the top three batsmen, rest of the players you will see now the rotation of the actual players now will happen. You will see Rahane coming in for Delhi. You will see maybe Morris coming in for Bangalore. So the key players will now step in. And uh, Now is the time this uh, 12 to 15 games are now be completed and you will see the business and now starting. The real IPL will be starting now.
2: Neil and Naman, it's been a joy to have you on again today. I know what my Friday, Saturday and Sunday looks like already. There's going to be five games of the IPL action on my TV screen and I'm sure you are the same. Neil and Naman, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks
0: a lot, James, and congratulations on 200. Thank you. Congratulations, James.
2: Well, it's a wonderful few days coming up in the UAE Indian Premier League, going from strength to strength, and continue to listen to us. The Daily Podcast with you every single day. We'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow.